I bought a house for $58. Yes, you heard that correctly, $58. And you're probably wondering, how in the world do you do that? Well, there's this loan product called the physician loan. And it's a mortgage loan product. Typical is a 30-year fixed mortgage uh, loan product. There's no money down. This is offered to physicians, but this is also offered at some banks to physician assistants, physical therapists, dentists. So take a look out there and see what's available. Welcome to the Physicians and Properties Podcast. The show where we teach you how investing in real estate can give you the freedom to practice medicine and live life how you want. Doctor. 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 Now, here's your host, Dr. Alex Schlow. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Physicians and Properties Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Schlow. Today, I figured we'd do something a little bit different on the podcast, and I figured, let's just have a conversation. How about you get to know me? So if you're not already subscribed to our YouTube channel, Physicians and Properties, you're going to want to do this because I'm going to walk through a PowerPoint presentation on my journey in real estate. I figured this is a good opportunity for uh, you to get to know me a little bit better. So let's just go ahead and get started. I don't really need an introduction. You'll learn more here. So who am I? Well, I'm a Christ follower, husband, father, United States Air Force family medicine physician, real estate investor, coffee lover, and outdoor enthusiast. Here you can see a picture of me and my adorable son, Jack, when he was uh, about seven months old, taken there at work. One of my favorite pictures. If you're not looking on YouTube, you're missing out. So my why, my why is my family. I have a beautiful wife, Stephanie. She is a wedding photographer and family portrait photographer. She also does some interior design work on the side and has designed some incredible Airbnb properties, including our own. We'll talk a little bit more about that as we go along. Also, I have a now two and a half year old son named Jack. He is so much fun and it's truly the greatest joy of my life being his father. We also have a golden retriever named Ollie, uh, and currently I'm stationed in Colorado Springs practicing family medicine. Why I invest in real estate is to get more time with my family and ultimately to practice medicine and live life how I want. And that's what Physicians and Properties is all about, how you can learn about investing in real estate so you can practice medicine and live life how you want to as well. So my real estate journey starts with my dad. And when I was in med school, actually prior to starting med school, my father said, hey, Alex, how about you take your signing bonus with the Air Force, which is $20,000. How about you take that and you invest in a duplex in Richmond and fix that up while you're going through med school? This was in Richmond, Virginia back in about 2013 was when we were looking at these duplexes, maybe early 2014, right before getting ready to start medical school at the Medical College of Virginia. Dad said, Hey, how about you consider doing this? How about you buy a duplex, fix it up? Well, you know, I did what, you know, most sons do and I didn't listen, but a seed was planted. And, you know, it's true. Probably at that time, it would have been difficult to renovate a duplex and house hack, but what a jump start I would have had to get started in my real estate journey. So if you're a resident that you're listening to this right now, or you're a fourth year medical student and you're listening to this right now, there are ways to get started investing in real estate. It might not look like a small multifamily property. You could buy a small house and rent out the bedrooms. And then you're living for mortgage-free or you know, paying a couple hundred bucks to live in a town where you'd have to be paying rent anyways. And your net worth is going to be increasing each month. And you're going to be getting paid to live in probably a nicer place than you'd be able to afford as an apartment. So consider doing that. 
I, I really wish I listened to my dad and went ahead and did this because it really would have jumpstarted my real estate journey. And you've heard the snowball before. The snowball is when you buy one property and that leads to buying more and more and more and more. So that snowball would have started a lot sooner for me. But thank you, dad. If you're listening to this, thank you for planting that seed. And after I got into medical school and started through med- medical school, I started learning a lot more about real estate, realizing what a great opportunity it is and going from there. So what is my goal? Cash flow. Right now, cash flow is my goal. The way I look at it is cash flow provides me the financial freedom to practice medicine and live life how I want, but it's also protective as well. There's a chance that we get disabled on the job. And sure, disability insurance is great, but having some cash flow coming in each month from real estate can be an excellent way to supplement and protect your income and protect your family and protect your family's lifestyle. So cash flow is my focus right now. In fact, my goal is to have approximately $10,000 per month and semi-passive cash flow. Because trust me, nothing in real estate is ever passive. But $10,000 per month in semi-passive cash flow by June of 2025. That's when I could get out of the Air Force. That's when I'm looking to practice medicine how I'd like. And I don't know what that'll look like. That might be full-time medicine at a different practice. That might be staying in the Air Force. That might be starting a direct primary care practice. Or that might just be working a couple days a week. Who knows? But cash flow from real estate can give me that flexibility to figure out what I want medicine to look like for me. And I firmly believe that investing in real estate or in other ways to increase cash flow and passive income, it's going to make me a better doctor and help me to provide better care for my patients. So right now, $10,000 per month by June of 2025 is the goal. And to be completely honest with you, we're sitting at about $6,500 per month right now. Uh, I think we're going to crush that goal and I'm really looking forward to it. So let's get started more into the real estate journey. Some of you guys may know this already, but I bought a house for $58. Yes, you heard that correctly, $8. And you're probably wondering, how in the world do you do that? Well, there's this loan product called the physician loan, and it's a mortgage loan product. Typical is a 30-year fixed mortgage uh, loan product. There's no money down. This is offered to physicians, but this is also offered at some banks to physician assistants, physical therapists, dentists. So take a look out there and see what's available. But I got a 0% down, 30-year fixed loan for a house in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, where I was doing my residency program. My interest rate was 2.75%. Purchase price was $191,900. We lived in this house and fixed it up throughout residency. Kind of did that live-in flip that my dad had hinted to while I was in medical school. And we fixed this house up and made it really nice while I was in medical school for the cost of a semi-decent dinner, we were able to buy a house for $191,900 that now cash flows us roughly $857.50 per month. We actually use property management for that. And that home is valued at $350,000. So that $58 turned into approximately $160,000 worth of equity that's sitting in that home that we'll be able to tap into in the future. And not to mention our renters, they're paying rent which is also what we're using to pay our mortgage. So we're paying down our principal on our loan each month. We also get tax benefits to owning this home and appreciation as we already talked about. So there's a lot of different ways that investing in real estate or owning real estate can benefit you. And this one certainly has benefited us. While I was in Florida, I met one of my partners named Charlie. Shout out to Charlie Cameron. If you're looking for a house in the Destin, Fort Walton Beach area, he's your guy. What an incredible partner and friend he is. 
And our other partner, Emily, she's incredible as well. We decided we wanted to purchase a short-term rental. We looked at numerous short-term rentals. In fact, in fact, Charlie and I were actually under contract on one in Panama City Beach, Florida that we ended up uh, falling out of contract on for a variety of reasons. That's another good story. I'll have to tell you guys another time. However, after falling out of contract on other properties and putting in numerous offers as the market was really starting to pick up, we heard about LAJ Georgia and we had some friends and some family friends who spent a lot of time in that area. And so we decided, hey, this is a great market to invest in. If you're not familiar with LAJ, it's in the Blue Ridge Mountains in Georgia, about an hour away from Atlanta. And so we were like, hey, this is great. This is a big you know, tourist destination. And we found this house that we purchased in March of 2021 for $400,000. It was three bedrooms, three bath on 20 acres. And to be honest, we had this grand scheme, this grand plan that we were going to put all these little tiny houses and yurts and different, you know, accessory dwelling units and rental properties on this house. And we were just going to rent out all these different units on these 20 acres. And to be honest, that never happened. We realized that owning a short-term rental in a very rural area is really different and very difficult. It's difficult to find cleaners, handymen, contractors. You know, all those service providers becomes really different and really difficult. It's not like you own a short-term rental in downtown Colorado Springs where you have tons of opportunity. It's a lot different. And one thing we didn't think about as well was how important internet was. We bought this house right before COVID and realized that the high-speed internet that we thought we were going to have did not exist. And so we ended up having to use dial-up internet, which was subpar, and apply for Starlink, which took many, many, many months. We ended up selling the house in March of 2023, and we we're really lucky to sell it for a profit. We sold that for $570,000, so $170,000 more than purchase price. And we're really lucky that the market worked out for us, that we were, order, we were able to benefit in buying this property. We realized that the Bigger Pockets effect does exist. And so if you haven't heard of Bigger Pockets, it's an incredible podcast, an incredible community, free forums, tons of free resources that are available. They're probably the most listened to real estate podcast in the world. In fact, I'm sure they are. And they have the ability to sway markets, whether they know so or not. And that's what happened. A lot of folks were coming on the podcast and talking about Blue Ridge and the LJ area. And that really blew up the area, which was helpful from an appreciation standpoint. But there ended up being so many Airbnbs that were available to rent. And so we had to continue to drop our price a little bit going forward. So these are just some things to keep in mind as you're thinking about investing in a short-term rental. Investing in short-term rentals are incredible opportunities, but they're definitely things to look out for. In summary, rural areas can be more difficult to find service providers. This also includes internet. Make sure you have high-speed internet in some capacity. And make sure that your home is unique, well-staged, furnished well, and that's going to get you plenty of renters coming in to rent your short-term rental. Next, we bought a incredible short-term rental in the mountains in Blackhawk, Colorado. This is actually located in one of the towns where you can gamble. There's only two towns in Colorado where you're able to gamble legally, and one of those is Blackhawk. We bought this with the same two partners who bought the house in Georgia. It's a geodesic dome, two bedroom, one and a quarter bath, really the most interesting bathroom you'd ever see. Upstairs, there's this little tiny bathroom and on top of it is a sink. You actually have to flush the sink to wash your hands in this little tiny sink. It's crazy washing your hands in water that you think is coming from a toilet, but trust me, it's a separate pipe, separate supply, but it's wild. If you're not watching this on YouTube, check it out so you can see a picture uh, of the dome. This is a really unique property. 
Airbnb loves these unique properties and these unique stays. And this house is very Instagrammable. I'm telling you, this house is always booked up and we just keep raising rates. It's been such an incredible investment. And yes, it does have high-speed internet. We actually bought this house for 507000 in December of 2021. It was a crazy story. My brother was actually here visiting in Colorado when I saw this house on Redfin. We looked at it. I showed it to my wife, Stephanie, and she was like, oh my goodness, that would be the most perfect Airbnb. And I agree. So my brother and I woke up really early. I think it was like four or five in the morning. Thanks, Andrew. And we drove up to the mountains to this house. We had a showing scheduled, 15 minutes showing. Turns out this house was going to be available to be seen from Thursday through Sunday. And they had 15 minute showing starting at, I believe, seven in the morning until 5 p.m. 15 minute showings. There were so many people here. All these were booked. There was actually a line of people waiting to get into this house to see it. Well, Andrew and I went to look at it. We absolutely loved it. We both agreed that this was going to be an incredible short-term rental. I called my wife on the way down and I was like, Steph, we have to buy this house. This is going to be the best Airbnb. So we put in an offer and it turns out like 20 other people put offers into. And somehow Brian Rodriguez and Lana Rodriguez worked some magic and we were able to get this home. So really grateful for them. Really shows the importance of having good realtors who are in your corner, who are willing to call the seller's agents and figure out, hey, what do you need to make this deal work? And we were able to make it work. And we are so grateful. This house grosses roughly $100,000 per year on Airbnb. Cash flows $1,500 to $2,000 per partner per month. If you remember, I do have two partners on this. So all three of us are making $1,500 to $2,000 per month on this house. It's been absolutely incredible. And this is a great example that sometimes it only takes one property. You could find an incredible property like this, a really unique Airbnb that cash flows $6,000 per month. And maybe that's your number. Maybe that's all the cash flow that you need to practice medicine and live life how you want. Now, I'd wager it's probably more if you want to keep your lifestyle that you currently have as a physician, but $6,000 a month can really change your life. So it's something to think about going forward. Next, we kind of pivoted from the Airbnb space into residential assisted living. If you've been following along, you know that we've been working on residential assisted living investments and we absolutely love residential assisted living. This is a broad umbrella term for assisted living. There's multiple different facets or different asset classes within residential assisted living, such as transitional living homes for patients who are struggling with alcohol or drug abuse and they need a a healthy, safe place to stay while they're in intensive outpatient programs. There's your typical residential assisted living home for elderly care. There's memory care homes for dementia. There's ventilator homes. There's behavioral homes for kids who have autism or for different psychiatric disorders. There's a ton of different assisted living care homes and tons of different investment potential on this as well. Our first assisted living home that we bought was in Arizona. It's a transitional living home. I bought this with one partner, my buddy Luke. We both met in the War Room Mastermind. Shout out to David Perret from Familiarity Millionaire. An absolutely incredible group and the War Room Mastermind has been life-changing for me. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, hey, maybe I should join a mastermind, do it. Pay a little bit of money, get some skin in the game to network with incredible people like Luke, who's going to pull you up and help you along in your investment journey. It's worth it. Trust me. Anyways, back to this house. So we bought this house, a transitional living home, five bedrooms, three bath license for 10 residents in Arizona, purchased it for $659,000 on a commercial loan, five-year fixed loan, 25-year amortization. 
The interesting thing about these homes and how we do it is typically you have operators and you have owners. Now, sometimes the owner owns the operation and also owns the property or also owns the real estate. We decided, hey, we're busy individuals. We work very full-time jobs. We're not able to own the real estate and also own the home. So we actually lease these homes out to operators on commercial leases. And what's so cool about that is it's quite passive. To be completely honest, we're responsible for the mortgage, the taxes, and the insurance. That's it. The operators are responsible for everything else. They're running the day-to-day management of the home, the getting residents into the home, care for those residents, all the maintenance in the home, the landscaping, everything, you name it, the operator's responsible for. This is about as passive as it gets with incredible cash flow. This house is leased out for three years on a $7,250 per month lease with a 3% annual increase. Luke and I are each cash flowing over $1,600 per month on this house. This is the cash flow of short-term rentals without the difficulty of managing it. And I forgot to mention, we self-manage our short-term rentals. So we're dealing with all the tenant inquiries. If something breaks at the house, we're finding service providers. We self-manage that. So it does take a little bit of work. These assisted living homes, how we have it set up, are completely passive. It's an incredible opportunity and we really love it. We love it so much, in fact, that we decided to buy another. And this time we brought Charlie, my partner that I talked about earlier, into the loop and we started Open Range Capital, which is our investment company in which we buy these assisted living homes. We bought this transitional living home also in Arizona, two partners. It's five bedrooms, three bath, also licensed for 10 residents. Purchase price was a little bit cheaper, $530,000, but still on that commercial lease. Three-year lease, $6,250 per month with a $500 increase once sprinklers are installed. In this area in Arizona, if you have over six residents, you have to put in a sprinkler system, which we did because we're expecting to have 10 residents in this home. That lease also has a 3% annual increase. We're each going to cash flow per month on this house about $1,000 per month passively as we talked about before. And by the time you're listening to this podcast, we'll have closed on another assisted living home. This is actually going to be a memory care home in Arizona. Uh, Also buying this with Charlie and Luke under open range capital. This is our first home that we've raised the money for. So we actually raised $200,000 to purchase this home and we're paying our investors 11% simple interest per year, expecting a five to seven year hold and, and Rich will refinance the home and pay off our investors. This is an eight-bedroom, three-bath home that's licensed for 10 residents, also a commercial lease. We found an incredible operator named Ryan, who's going to be running this as a memory care home. So this is going to be more specifically for dementia patients, folks that need that extra level of care. So this is kind of one step up from your traditional residential assisted living home. And Ryan's going to lease this out to us for $11,000 per month on a five-year lease with 3% annual increase. We're going to be able to pay our investors 11% interest and also cash flow significantly on this home. So if that interests you, send me a message through Instagram, through the Facebook group, or reach out on physiciansandproperties.com because we'll have plenty more of these homes in the future and we'll be looking for incredible investors like yourself. Or if you're like, hey, I'm just really interested in residential assisted living, just reach out. I'd be more than happy to talk more about it. And the more you listen to these episodes, the more we're going to dive deep into the nuts and bolts of residential assisted living, why these are such great investments. We also have Dr. Krishnan, he's coming on the show, and he provides valuable insight as well on how you can be a physician and also own these homes and the operation. So you really own the real estate and the operations. You see how the sausage gets made and you benefit from tons of increased cash flow. Guys, I'm telling you, residential assisted living is an absolutely incredible opportunity in real estate investing. It's one of the ways that you can cash flow significantly in this higher interest rate model. So house hacking, 
I bring this up again here at the end or towards the end of this podcast because house hacking is such an incredible way to get started. I'm a family medicine physician stationed here in Colorado Springs and I house hack my primary home. We house hack our basement as a separate basement apartment. House hacking looks different depending on your situation, but anyone can do it. Whether you're a surgeon, whether you're a medical student, whether you're a resident, anybody can house hack. And that can look a lot different depending on your situation. That doesn't mean you have to share bedrooms or rent out bedrooms in your home. That might look like a basement apartment or buying a duplex or buying a four unit property, renting three out and living in one of the others. This dramatically increases your savings rate and house hacking allows you to purchase other investments sooner. Remember that snowball we talked about earlier? Well, house hacking can help you push that snowball along so you can buy more and more properties and buy more and more assets so you can ultimately get to the point of financial freedom sooner, practice medicine, live life how you want. It's incredible. So to kind of talk a little bit about how we utilize house hacking, we have our primary residence here in Colorado Springs, and that's a long story. We're trying to buy this house in the height of the market during COVID. We actually offered on 16 homes. We really wanted a walkout basement, but like I said, offering on 16 homes and we did not get any contracts accepted until we bought this house. It didn't have a walkout basement, but that didn't stop us. We decided to go ahead and dig a walkout basement, which we'll talk about a little bit more about here in a minute. We purchased this for 415000 Our mortgage taxes insurance was about $2,000 per month. So right now our cash flow on this house, negative $2,074. We decided to make this into an asset. So what's an asset and what's a liability? An asset is something that's going to put money into your pocket. A liability is something that can take money out. For example, your nice brand new Tesla, that's a liability. It's not an asset, regardless of what you think. That Tesla is going to lose value over time. A primary residence is going to appreciate about 3% and there are some tax benefits, yes, but you're not making any money. You're still paying that mortgage taxes insurance out of pocket. You're not making any money on that home until you sell that home. And that's if it continues to appreciate. So how can you turn your house into an asset? You can do what we did. You can dig a walkout basement where you have a separate entrance with a keypad lock. And we have folks that rent our basement from us all the time. It costs us about $18,500 to furnish this and dig the walkout basement. We self-furnished it. If you can see here in the picture, incredible design by my wife. This is just such an incredible inviting space for folks to come stay. And I forgot to mention, we also did spend about $10,000 on landscaping because that's that was because we didn't know the contractor was going to take all the dirt from the big hole he dug for the walkout basement and spread that out all over the entire backyard and kill what little valuable grass we actually had available in Colorado. So we did spend about $28,500 to get this house fully ready for guests to live in the basement to have this walkout private apartment that's available. Well, we listed this on Airbnb and VRBO in mid-June of 2022. And we strictly rented this out as a short-term rental on those platforms. And in 11 months, we grossed $21,500. You heard that correctly. We grossed, we made $21,500 in 11 months with our basement. How cool is that? Could you imagine saving $21,500 and pushing that towards other investments? This is what led us buy these assisted living homes and invest in other real estate deals because we were able to house hack and increase our savings rate. This cash flows about $1,900 a month. In fact, right now we have kind of pivoted a little bit towards more of a midterm renter. That's been really nice because it's been steady cash flow for months at a time. For example, right now we have great guests that are staying in the basement and they're paying $1,875 per month to stay there. And they're going to be here for about three and a half months. So that's guaranteed income without all the turnover that's required for short-term rentals. We have given up a little bit of cash flow by, by doing that, but it's made it much more passive. 
It's been a lot easier to run this as a midterm rental. So we've kind of pivoted towards that for now, but we'll see. Maybe in the future, we'll go back to uh, written this out on VRBO or Airbnb and see how it goes. We do self-manage this property and it's really easy. We have an incredible cleaner that comes in and we also have a keypad lock on the door that's uh, set to the last four digits of their phone number. So any guest that's coming to stay here knows what the door code is. They can come and go as they please. They can use this incredible backyard as they please. And we're just so happy to have folks staying here in our home. And it's so nice to get to form new relationships and meet new people and provide a great place for them to stay. While honestly, cash flowing $1,900 a month, pretty awesome. So if you're still here and you're still listening to this and you're like, golly, what do I do next? Well, first, if you haven't already joined Physicians and Properties, you should. We're building an incredible community on Facebook. There's a Facebook group called Physicians and Properties. Feel free to join. We'd love to have you. There, people are sharing more about their investment journeys, and I'm sharing more about mine as well. You also learn about some cool investment opportunities, and I guarantee you're going to learn something and hopefully network and meet some other people who are also investing in real estate similar to you. We'd love to have you join along. Of course, if you're listening to this, you're listening to the Physicians and Properties podcast, where we interview exceptional real estate investors who also work in the medical field and have reached financial freedom. So I'm really happy you've joined along and listening to this journey. I hope you got something out of it. Hope you feel like you know me a little bit more. I'm an open book. I hope you've realized that. And so if you want to know more, just reach out. Go on to physician.com, send me a a message through there, or also you can email me at physiciansandproperties at gmail.com. I'm happy to help out in any way. I really am. Real estate's changed my life and I know it can change yours. So let's get started on this path to financial freedom so we can invest in real estate and that will lead us to have the ability to practice medicine and live life how we want. Take care and stay tuned next week for another episode of Physicians and Practice. Hey, real quick, if you're still listening to this, I'm assuming you got value from it. So I need your help specifically. My two-year vision with this podcast is to help 100,000 physicians Learn how investing in real estate can give you the freedom to practice medicine and live life how you want. There are two main ways that a podcast grows. One is through ratings and reviews, and the other is word of mouth. If you can please leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as send this to one to two friends that you think would get value from it, we can reach the physicians that we want to reach. Thanks in advance and talk to you on the next episode. Please note that the information shared on this podcast is for informational purposes only. It should not be considered financial or medical advice. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the host and the guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Department of Defense or the United States Air Force.